and we are live live and direct from paris <laughs> let's start again no 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 let's start again hi all right let's start again we're yeah you're yeah, not too excited sure. okay hello everyone ladies gentlemen everyone in between i hope that you are doing very very well Didi and i are finally <laughs> doing, doing the, podcast. the podcast exactly Not we that. had a couple of trial runs and pilot <laughs> episodes but we are finally here live and direct aj tracy <laughs> and sober which is very important 100 no it's, definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. um i think we should explain to people why we're doing should this. we say who we are first because yeah quick, i think a very brief a... introduction sell your elevator pitch of <laughs> elevator pitch go uh, ah, okay. Um, hello, everyone. My name is Chiara. I am 21 years old and I go to university in London, but I'm currently studying in Paris for my year abroad. And I'm living with one of my best friends, Didi. And yeah, you will learn more about us probably through the course of this podcast because I think we plan on doing quite a few and I think we'll get to why we're doing this very soon. But first, Didi, you should also 100%. introduce so, yourself. My name is Delfina Moresco. <laughs> Associates call me Didi. Um, I'm also studying in London, but I'm currently studying in the same university as Chiara in Paris. We're studying at La Sorbonne. Eh, jokes, we're not actually. <laughs> um, yes, we are. I'm 21, no, sorry, I'm 20 <laughs> years old, and I'm super excited to do this podcast because we have been talking about it for a really long time. And we have, and that's why we're finally doing it. It's not necessarily because we're people who love the sounds of our voices. We know, we, we're doing this because we always have great conversations, but I'm worried of being perceived as that meme on Facebook, which is like the classic student. Students, hey, hey, we should start a podcast. Yeah, hey, hey. We've been told by quite a few people in the past, um, including family, that we should should consider recording some of our conversations. And for those of you who don't know us very well, or you don't know us at all, but I doubt that we have anyone who doesn't know us listening listening to this, this. at least at the start. If you don't shoot, you don't score. Exactly. But um, Didi and I are quite similar, to say the least. Mm -hmm. Um, We don't always have the same opinions, but our interests are usually very much, yeah, very, very similar. And so because of that, we just talk a lot, a lot, a lot. And we try to unpick things. And it's very, very interesting for the both of us. So that's why also I think we can say we're glad we're living together. Oh, 100%. Here in Paris. Here in this hostile city. Our living room <laughs> has seen, our salon, sorry, <laughs> has seen many, uh, many interesting a, conversation. Yeah, many a night out, many a party, and many yeah. an interesting... But yeah, I guess we can start off by by just... Speaking about our life in Paris, yeah, um, it is like a year of exchange, pretty much. So it's yeah. not our we're not finishing our degree here, um, but it's safe to say that personally, I had a different idea. I was I was pleasantly and unpleasantly surprised mm-hmm. with Paris. It was mm-hmm. definitely a surprise, um, but I don't really know how to describe it. I yeah. I love being I love the city. I love being here, but the structure is so different to the UK. Yeah. Maybe we should in fact because there's so much to say, we should probably start kind of from the beginning and how it is that we found ourselves here. Yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um so we've been living here. Didi's been living here since July. I moved at right at the end of August and it's been a really great time and very important time for both of us. I think that's a good way of kind of yeah. summarizing it very briefly. But the reason why we're here is um, 
as Didi mentioned, through the Erasmus program, which will actually no longer be offered in the UK You're kidding. due ah, to so Brexit. You, yeah, <laughs> You're that. kidding. You're kidding. Yeah, so we're kind of the last batch of Erasmus. Um, I'll be, I'm sure there will be other programs, mm-hmm. but we're the last batch of Erasmus. And Didi and I both wanted to be in Paris, and we're very Wait, lucky. as a pre... As a pre- Pre, pre, what do you say? Like explanations yes. to how it is. You know, you we have to put yes. different unis, and we both put the uni that we're at in Paris. But important uh, clause: we are studying in French. Yeah, so well, some people do an exchange, and they and they still study no. in English. We are studying in French. This in is Paris. a no bullshit. No, it's the real rip deal. the bandaid off oh. kind of thing. Like we're doing. We're doing the real deal. And so we've been completely thrown into the deep end, which at the beginning was, I think, overwhelming is a fair enough Overwhelming is, a, is an understatement, I think. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was hectic. It, it was, was chaotic. Hectic. But at the same time, it's weird. It's like you're being stroked by an angel, but also like... <laughs> whipped like, by Satan. Whipped or like really strongly massaged by one of those Thai masseuses and it really hurts. So it's like a weird yeah. feeling where you like it, but you don't and like there's it. there's no real happy ending. No, but there like, isn't. you're just... You know that it's good for you. So there you have push. been happy interludes. Of course. No, no. no. <laughs> I wanted to make the sex joke. It had to come. Um, no, absolutely. It's been incredible overall. And it was really funny today. I think... Something that also demonstrates that it's not just us that has this like love hate. I wouldn't say hate, but you know, for lack of a better term, love hate relationship with the year board in Paris. Um, we had a class today. It was the first one of the term, and uh, there's a lot of students who've just come for their second term, um, for the second term. So it's their first time living in Paris, and they were asked to all write down a word on the board to kind of describe their first impressions of their, you know, their term abroad in Paris. And basically 95% of what they had to say was super negative, Mm -hmm. if not 100. They were very, very overwhelmed. They were all saying how shocked they were by how disorganized yeah, everything Yeah, some guy is. had to sleep on the floor. Ah, yeah. let's, let's mention, by the way, we're in the middle of strikes. A massive general These strike. These have been the biggest strikes since the, since the 70s Fif- strike, 50s, I think. Or the, I don't even 59, know. 59, 61. Regardless, it's broken a, a record for its The longest time. duration. Yeah, so and, yeah. Uh, and none of the, the... Most of the metros don't work. If they do, they work through in, during rush hour for about an hour, hour and a half. They are absolutely full and packed with people. <clears throat> Um, there's a lot of traffic on the road. Uber's like extremely. We tried expensive. to go clubbing, and an Uber was like eighty euros, which is <laughs> ridiculous. It's genuinely horrible. Yeah. But even in but even when that isn't happening, it is true um, that Paris is a chaotic city. I wouldn't say that it's organized, and that's why. Any Londoners, anyone who complains about living in London, trust me. Please come. To I invite you. You can live for free on our couch, <laughs> and which is you, broken by the and way. And if you leave. And you still, like, you still hold that London is, like, more disorganized in Paris. I don't know. We'll pay you. Like, I There I might be refuse. people that, that, I don't think anyone would say it's more disorganized, mm. but there are some, like, weird sadomasochistic people that kind of love <laughs> that. Like, the yeah. guy the guy that was uh, speaking to us today, he was like, you know what? I don't like a system that's too organized, that works too efficiently. Yeah. It's just, I want it a la Italia, I think See. is what he said. And then I Which was is like, ridiculous. And then I, Who the fuck would like that? And then I made everyone laugh because I was like, hey, calm down. Yeah. yeah. Because you, you say that maybe when you're not too affected by it. Like, I always think of, at the end of the day, you and I are, like, Didi and I are very, very lucky. We live 15 minutes away from our uni walking. We have a very comfortable flat. Mm-hmm. We don't have, you know, an intense nine to five that we have to go to. It's literally, literally the best year the best on holiday. Like, we're just having a great time. But there are people who are 
very much being disadvantaged by this strike. So my heart does go out to them, to be honest. It must be hard. But anyway, long story short, uh, the people who had just arrived in Paris today in the, in the, in the lesson were super, super overwhelmed. And obviously yeah, the strike had has like made things worse. Yeah, I had to it sleep was... outside for like three days. It's something ridiculous. really fucked up. Yeah. Because an office wasn't open. Yeah, just that kind of thing. Yeah. But anyway. We're very fortunate. We're very to be fortunate. Here, and genuinely. That's why, and that's why I was just, you know, going to say that at the beginning, it is a shock to the system. It's, it's very, very different. Mm-hmm. But it's too much fun. And like, we'll never, have, we'll never have this chance again. So now that we've kind of like done a little packaging and, uh, of intro of life in Paris, I think we could maybe focus a little bit on what it's been like to have things in French, like all the classes okay. in French. Because maybe, potentially, someone is... Potentially, I don't want to be pretentious, yeah. but maybe someone <laughs> is listening to this and is planning on doing a year abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't probably know, not from the UK. Probably. <laughs> I don't know. What did you think uh, okay, of, so at the start for doing... First of all... For having everything in French. Yes. First of all, Kiara's French is a lot better than mine. My French, it's true. Uh, right. My French... Okay. I kind of... I'll take it on. It's true. Just accept the compliment. Okay, okay. I, thank you, thank you. I f- almost faked it till I made it. So I did... <laughs> I did... In high school, I did French, but I only did French because I didn't want to do another science. Um... So I did French. I was averaging like, I don't know, a 60% all year. The last exam happened to be ridiculously easy and I got a good grade. Then uh, in London, I was studying French as well. It was a part of a combination of my degree, even though I didn't really like it. I thought I would be doing a very little amount of it. Turns out it was like half of my degree. Um, and I still faked it till I made it yeah. in, in that sense. So I would, I would not really show up to the classes. I wouldn't really do the work. I, I'm not inspired by the French language to say, to, <laughs> to be euphemistic. Um, so I arrived here. Very politically correct. Yeah. So, so I arrived here and uh, I got my bank card stolen. In, I was by myself, by the way, in the, the first month and a half. Got my bank card stolen from my letterbox. Um, had to get <laughs> Wi-Fi for the house. Had to get electricity. Had to sort out all these things that were going wrong. Okay, but I did sort out the gas and one or Yeah, two but things. I still had to change the card. Yes, because you, yeah, but that's the French system. See, that's It's the, the French bureaucracy, regardless. I was on holiday. It was it's very true. Nice. No, but I, I, <laughs> I, I take this all as a learning experience because as someone who is very, to be honest... I can get a little bit blocked when I have to speak to someone in French, when I want to express myself, but I don't feel I have the words. Uh, even though I do speak Spanish, which gives me an advantage, my level of effort that I've put into my French is really low, by mm-hmm. all means. Um, until, I would say, this year. This year, it's definitely gotten better. Yeah. I can read, I can understand, I can write now essays in French. And you can do exams. I can do know. exams in French, which, like, a year ago would have been just yeah. unimaginable. So, it does work. The abroad really is worth it. If it, you're doing it to learn a language yeah. or to better a language... I mean, there is nothing better than immersing yourself fully, even if it can be a little painful. It's literally like an infomercial, like results will shock you. Yeah, will you will, will be yeah, shocked. You will be shocked. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Terms and conditions may apply, mm-hmm. but... But even, for example, even today, yeah. I, w- okay, I don't know what happened to me. We were in class today and people were speaking and I was still like not picking up half of the thing. I don't know, maybe because yeah. I was out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But some things, I don't know, I still feel that I still need to pay attention but compared to where i was this time last year like yeah 10 million times better yeah, you really. can't compare you it. cannot compare it it's, I it's agree. incredible i agree what about you um yeah pretty much the same i mean i think the thing that i've noticed the most and like very much shocked me was 
when I realized that I could do a full exam in French, I was like, wow, that's pretty sick. Like an essay. Like, like a proper, like, you know, two or three essays, fully in French, no Google Translate. Yeah, <laughs> that no, kind but of it's thing. when your, like, your flow of conscience begins in, a, in yeah, the other language or yeah, anything, exactly. you know, you've reached another level. Yeah, and even, even you know, now being more and more to like even like crack jokes and stuff in French I think when you're when you're when you're able to make a joke or two yeah in a language I think that's when you're already getting you pretty comfortable yeah already. I think the only thing that makes me a little nervous sometimes I'm nervous isn't really the right word but I think I'm a bit intimidated still by the idea of you know speaking in front of a classroom in front of uh, when they're all French yeah. students but even I did that did last that, year and she smashed it by yeah, the way it, it, it was, was pretty good. Today, I, today there was that girl. There was a fan who came up to Kiara and she said, please sign my autograph. No, she, <laughs> she came up. She almost did. She was like sucking on your anyway. <laughs> she, she came up and she was like, oh my God, I was in that class and you did, you did that presentation. And yeah. I so thought, I think it's also been really good because all of us, well, all of us, I don't know why I said that. The, both, the both of us, just the two of us, we've been... Imagine you get offered like a record. Dude, imagine <laughs> if we upload this to YouTube and we get copyright. Fuck's One sake. of the videos that my parents uploaded of like me washing my dog or something <laughs> in like 2005 got copyrighted for the oh Who Let the Dogs Out soundtrack. <laughs> so, anyway. uh, what was I saying? Um, I honestly don't even know. Something. Yes, so both of us, we've done so many different things that have been like very much out of our comfort zone. Um, in different ways, but it strengthens and you that, so and, and much. No, it really and does. I was just, yeah, I was. Sorry, that was didn't no, no, mean no. A, that didn't deserve a but before. No, no, it. yeah, I, can, I exactly, I completely agree. Like it's been really, really important. I think anyway. To be fair, you and I aren't exactly people who live, live, you know, <laughs> live. Oh, yeah, like, we're we're not really the timid type. We've always done things for ourselves and stuff in many ways, mm-hmm. but also in many other ways. We, we maybe haven't as much, and it's very, very nice to... I mean, we're relatively young, and I think that these things, like... Relatively. I fucking hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we're not fetus Dude, stage, we're halfway like, to 40. Yeah. You're more than halfway to 40. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. still youthful. I don't, I don't have <laughs> that many skin products to take <laughs> yeah. care of my skin. Uh, as opposed to my multitude of wrinkle care. No, of 100%. No, but what I was going to say was, even confident people, I would say that we are not the shyest of people. But that me- to be, we're being modest. You know, I'm kidding. Um, but mm. no, it's true. But, but but the thing is, sometimes we were shy. I was super shy the first. No, one hundred percent. But the like, point is, when I? you're in your comfort zone and you feel confident, yeah, then you kind of get too comfortable with yourself and mm-hmm. you don't see room for improvement or you mm-hmm. don't go, okay, I want to put myself out there. Yeah. In that sense, you almost get to kind of. You're like tied back by a rope in that yeah, area yeah, yeah. Of, of comfort. So yeah. putting yourself in these in these positions. And I have literally, like last time I was put in so many positions where I was, <laughs> Chiara would laugh sometimes because <laughs> I would go bright red and I would be like, ah, mm, ah, du coup, uh, mm, ah, je pense, uh, oui, uh, mm. it would be horrible. I didn't know what to say. Sometimes I would be in a, in a I'll, I'll tell a quick anecdote. I was in a club and this girl oh, asked yes, me what incredible. I thought was, can I hug you? And actually she was, and I was like, yeah, of course. Actually it was, can I kiss you? <laughs> and so I, I gave her a hug and she looked at me with a really weird face. So I was. But then you consented, then to, I being, consented to, to being smooched. Yeah, so. but the point is like these, you know. I can't believe I used things, the word smooched. Sorry. I, I never. Snogged? I, I've, I've never, I've never used that word. Chapar. Chapar. Chapar is no, what you say in Argentina. Um, anyway. 
It's it's important to put the, yourself in these positions. Is what is what we're trying to say. See, sí. at least from what we have <clears> learned, <throat> and would recommend to a friend. Genuinely. Would definitely recommend to a friend. Genuinely. Would pyramid scheme it to ten other <laughs> friends after <laughs> recommending it to a friend. Yeah, um, and so overall, in terms of how it's been doing things in French, whether that's living or whether that's uni, it gets better every single day. You become more and more confident. I've. Like, I'm ready to go, go back to UCL and have those, like, one or two, like, uh, you know, French classes and just smash that shit, you know. And it, it's I don't exciting. think I'm as ready for that. I mean, I will feel ten times more comfortable than of I did course, in the second yeah. year, but Granted, I can't say that it's, like, yeah, it's, it's I think by the end, year. by the end of it, it will. And yeah. also, this is another thing. I think that um, sometimes at the beginning of a year abroad especially, um it's very easy to be so overwhelmed that you can kind of maybe not initially make the most out of everything that you have around mm -hmm. you, like all the things that are offered to you. And even worse, to not fully um, be just grateful or th excited about what it is that you've got going on. Yeah. And I definitely had that at the beginning. In many ways, I think I will always feel that a little bit in the sense that our home university, so the one in London is just, is sick. Like, mm -hmm. we have a great time, though. You know, when you have a certain group of friends or you know a lot of people in different places, you feel very comfortable. Yeah. You like your course. Yeah, you like your course. You see familiar faces. Like, if you have a great time at your home uni, obviously it's weird all of a sudden being somewhere where you're like, why am I here? Yeah. But I think it's one of the best things that I've done like for myself definitely mm -hmm. and it's it's really worth it so if anyone is thinking of doing a year abroad you really really should seize the day yeah fuck it go somewhere really far away as even well even like do people, something different we know some people that have gone to russia and they yeah. have like the time of their or like life colombia or yeah. whatever just but if yeah. we could give like a couple of tips maybe a yeah a what few pointers some, some for hot the tips hot top tips of the day i would say number one not in any order right mm -hmm. but no, the first tip that i will that i will say is um speak to people try and meet new people like don't make your put yourself into a little microcosm mm -hmm. like literally you are there sometimes you will be in a place where you're the only one there you don't know anyone else and you will you will have to meet new people and speak to other people and it will give you so much pleasure and like amusement and fun you'll gain so many experiences just from speaking to other people and not only do you practice the the language of the country mm. uh you learn about the culture you kind of humble yourself a little bit more it's i i think that that like not isolating yourself mm -hmm. at least that's more particular <clears throat> to myself because in past history i have isolated myself in certain situations that you know spending time around people maybe people you don't necessarily know that is like my number one that, I would, that i would say i think that's a good one to start with i was thinking even before getting to the place of um wherever it is that you, you're going to be for your abroad i think that if you know anyone else who's going even if they're just like a, a an acquaintance to start off with get in contact maybe see if you can even live together mm -hmm. if you're obviously if you're friends from uni you should definitely do that um because in some ways people do do tend to say that you should immerse yourself to a to the extent where you're so you don't you just 
forget everyone that you know and you fully do your own thing. I think if you're going somewhere like Nicaragua and you want to find yourself and stuff, I think that's great. But in a place like Paris where it's not that exotic, I mean, it's like two hours <laughs> away on the Euro side. So it's, it's not the really, opposite of exotic. Yeah. Um, Swing I think from that, the and, and canapes of yeah. crepes. <laughs> and, and it is a bit of a difficult city. So if you can live with someone that you're you know friends with already or you know like a flat chair for yeah, example or you know, you know or you know um other people from your home uni who are going to be you know nearby or whatever i really would recommend mm-hmm. you know making sure you you make those links well in advance because it's re- it's been really nice to get to know people better from from, from our, our uni well. but also other people who are doing erasmus and you just you just end up yeah. you know meeting so many different people making new groups and i would say that you and i have gotten 10 times closer we were already very close Mm -hmm. but by living together i mean it's like a whole new you know it's level it's like yeah the other thing i would say i mean i think this is more particular to major cities especially Mm. if you live in them but the universities in major cities especially capitals are full of international students like of all the of course the erasmus students but also other international students so you are in the same position as many other people in that sense so it's i guess Unfortunately, I would say in our case, the unfortunately, unfortunately, the international students are a lot more open because they are in the same position as we are. So we have made a lot of friends and a lot of new acquaintances from, you know, the the international student sphere. Um, But sure, the locals are a bit more Mm -hmm. harder to break. Some stereotypes maybe sometimes are. I will be blatant. The no, not the French. I mean, that's a big thing. The Parisians, but maybe. What you hear about Parisians being cold and stuff is true, but people say that of London, and I grew up in London. People say it of New Yorkers. I think. But it's you know what? I think it's our own thing. university because other people in other universities in Paris have have had a great time, and when we've um when we've gone out and met people, they've been really nice. Yeah. So no, I think it's had, just our, the university. I don't. I don't. I don't. Wouldn't say it's just university. I think that in all big cities, you know, people are more with a you know, mm-hmm. just getting shit done attitude. People, yeah. like I said, people say that of London, people say that of New York. Yeah. It makes complete sense. But um, yeah, maybe they're not as friendly here as they would be if you were in a university in like a smaller town in, I don't know, in Italy or something mm-hmm. where people are, you know, usually quite warm and stuff. But anyway, that's again, more of our experience and don't get too offended. <laughs> or maybe do, I don't know. We actually... So that we don't care, but if, if that is Listen, your things are threshold based on for facts, being so upset. Wanna... <laughs> um, you know what? what? Some French people are proud of having that stereotype. Genuinely, like you go to some restaurants here. I would here, say the Parisian the... again. Yeah, okay, Parisian. sorry. The Parisian. Because mm-hmm. the, the, the French from like the South, South of France is exactly. dreamy. Yeah. Okay, but the, some of the Parisians, they and we have said this before, some of the Parisians, they kind of take pride in the stereotype, mm-hmm. especially in some of the really like touristic um brass brasseries or um or restaurants yeah, where like they're, they're selling it to exactly you. they're selling the the parisian experience and they might like <laughs> chuck a knife over it instead of handing it or like throw the plate at your head no but they i would say that they're a little bit colder in general yeah they're colder but um at the end of the day it's yeah in a way they are also it's more sincere you. you know they're very yeah, direct yeah, yeah. and to get, the point people get to the it's point. a cultural difference it's not but, you know how it is in some parts of the UK, especially in the South, where everyone is like always like unable to really say what yeah. they, what they're thinking, and I can't tolerate that either. No, so no, to be I honest, agree. I'd rather have people who are quite direct. Um, but there was something else also that I wanted to talk about, which was that we started our year abroad, 
in 2019. Yeah. We've now gone into 2020. Yeah. So clearly, a bit of a period of, ref- of reflection is, I mean, I think it's guaranteed yeah, when that happens. But I wanted to know, for you, when you think of 2019... Because as, as we said before, you know, we did that exercise in the class where you had to write down a word. Yeah. If you had to choose, maybe not a word, but uh, if a phrase you, or something. A phrase or whatever, like 2019, what was it for you? And obviously, I, I imagine that will yeah. be influenced by your experience moving to Paris. 100%. So. Okay, so my 2019 was so much better than my 2018. My 2018 <laughs> was a shit show. Like genuinely, I was all over the place. Um, Ramsey. Ramsey. I, the thing is, I, I used to live in Australia. Sorry, just as a side note, before Didi goes on <laughs> about her life story, um, Ramsey is just a whole at our uni. Okay, continue. <laughs> and Coplay, Coplay. And Coplay lived there. Coplay lived there for, for four years. No, for one year. Um, no, basically 2018 for me was a, a period of, of like strong change. I was still adjusting to university. It was my second year. My first year was also a period of like adjustment. It took me a while um to get used to it I wasn't completely happy with what I was studying it was just a bit a bit of like a a lot of things happening at the same time so 2019 for me was like a breath it was like a a cold wave of Mm -hmm. of sea in your face Mm -hmm. yeah it was like a one of those like head scratchers but they're (laughs) massages you know the head massage thingies that that give you tickles that was 2019 for me yeah I got you um so I started the year with modules that I liked yeah okay well I'm su- I'm summarizing it up it's important then I and you took a shower I took a shower I brushed my teeth no I graduated my second term I studied for my exams properly this year and so I, I felt a lot you better graduated. about myself I graduated from second year I didn't fail any exams I did rather well my exams I was very happy Good then job. I went and I did the Camino Bravo, de Diallo. thank you for some people it might not be much but for me it was quite important because I was not I was not very happy with my situation um, but I put myself a goal. I worked hard to do it, even though I didn't yeah. like all of it. I achieved it, and that and the is, Camino is that no, the Camino was oh, you something else. Before. Like before, I think if I'm gonna be honest, because then after I did an 800 kilometer walk, which I will say was much easier for me to do that than for me mm-hmm. to study for exams and and go to university. For I don't know why some people is it's it's different, yeah. but for me the university structure is just is something that I am not completely content with. Maybe it's because I'm not inspired by my subjects. Regardless. Um, set myself a goal, did my exams, uh, was happy with it, and that feeling is really invaluable. After that, I did uh, the Camino de Santiago, which was also incredible, met a lot of new people, it was great. Um, then I came back to Paris, and even though I say, like, sure, it was chaotic, I had to, you know, run, like, do, get all these things done. Chiara was, uh, and her and her family were really nice, they, they, they were in Paris before, they helped me set up some things before I came. We found the house. Yeah, they found the house, which was, I'm so grateful for. Um, and I have literally had the best time in Paris. So 2019 okay. has been a highlight. Yeah. Since like 2017, starting university, having those dips mm-hmm. and whatever, 2019 has really been a breath of fresh air. So yeah. I don't know how to describe it. I would say... It's onwards been, and upwards. It's literally onwards and upwards. And that's something that we say very much in this in this house. I Always. Say. Anyway, yeah. what has it been for you? What has 2019 been for you? It was very, very, very important. And it's like... I also was woken up in many, many ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that moving to Paris was like a massive part of it. Super important for me on a completely personal level. But also, I think I feel more like myself. Mm-hmm. Like a true, like the, a true 
version of me and similar to what you were saying even though I do like the uni structure I think more than you do even though I would say that here you've been far more on it than I have like I've been yeah. fucking around a lot and stuff mm-hmm. but ultimately um it was super important it's been super important for me and yeah UCL I had what <laughs> I thought that we were not going to mention our uni, but, but obviously I did it. You had mentioned it, you mentioned it before. Yeah, and I also have the attention span of... I wouldn't even offend Goldfish and say that I have... Anyway, I don't even remember what I was saying. 2019, shows, your year. Exactly, sorry, yes. Um, 2019, yeah. It was sad for me to leave, to leave UCL because I was having such a great time, but I feel 10 times more alive mm-hmm. and just real. Like me... Um, again, and I think that's been a lot to do with uh, Paris, if not fully to do with Paris. And I also really missed living with girls and having that <laughs> female energy. And even though I would we're say quite we're a not dreamy. the most female females, <laughs> but but we're I think we're a dreamy combination, and it's been so good living here. And just we, as we were saying before, can do attitude like always very much onwards and upwards. It changes everything. Doing stuff. That's the other thing I wanted to ask you, though. So when you came to Paris, obviously you're having a great time. You feel like it's been a really important year. What were your preconceptions? Because I know before, and especially as soon as as you came to Paris, that you had... um, I don't know. What what were your thoughts of the year abroad compared to now, how you see that your experience in the year abroad has been? So what's what's the difference? The one thing that hasn't changed is that I still think in many ways it is kind of useless Mm -hmm. in the sense that of course my French has gotten better and of course I'm having a lot of fun but also realistically I've technically just been paid by the European Union because by the way you get you get a grant we're not going to say how much but you get a sizable amount of money let's just say you get a lot if you go to Denmark (laughs) <laughs> you, you you get a nice fat grant from the European Union if you do Erasmus and I've paid a lot, lot less in, in university, in university fees. fees so I'm literally making money <laughs> I've made money um, so I've been paid by the European Union to be on holiday in Paris for yeah. not really a year but an academic year and so in that sense it is useless I invested into Amazon that's what I did. Yeah. Love shout out to Jeff Bezos, by the way. I know he's not very popular, especially among our peers, but I love Amazon and I'm proud to say it. I love it. You need a book by tomorrow, you have it. Like what what more could you ask for? Sorry, carry on. Aye, aye, aye. Um so I useless it maybe sounds a bit harsh, but it's not necessary. You know, mm-hmm. it's not a vital thing. And it's it's a massive privilege. Um in the real sense, not yeah. in the way that it's just thrown around a lot. But no, in, really, in the real sense, like it is a massive privilege. I mean, I could easily be, you know, just getting my head down at uni in London, graduating this year and going out into the real, real world and making money. Like in many ways, I'm kind of annoyed at the fact that I have to do things in some ways a year mm-hmm. later. But at the same time, the thing that has changed the most drastically in terms of my opinion of the year abroad is that before I didn't want to do it and now I'm really happy to be here (laughs) and I'm excited for what is ahead also eventually going back to London which is very soon actually yeah um but I'm very 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 happy to be here and of course it has so much to do with the fact that we've just been able to make it our own and 
Yeah. You know, we we're able to have a lot of fun yeah. in each other's company and with the people that we've met. I mean, of course, no, it, of course, it's down to that. But do I think it's totally vital? No, I don't. I don't think so. Um, but I do recommend it if, especially if you're not so sure what you want to do in the future. Maybe you want some more time to. Yeah. Just chill and, and have fun. This is it. No, I completely agree. I can see the benefit of a, of a year abroad a little more for someone who does it because of a language. Um, because that's literally just immersing yourself. It's like jumping into the pool of the language that mm-hmm. you're, learn, you're learning and that's the best way to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, sure, I see the use a little bit less for like, I don't know, other students that just go to do a semester abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, it's... It's weird because I, I kind of see it like a school trip. You know yeah. how your parents can, they can give you a slip and you go or you stay back and you enjoy the school day. I don't know how your school trips were, mm-hmm. but for some you could decide to go or not. Or there was like, I don't know, the football trip or whatever. Yeah. You go to the tour or something like that. Um, so I see it kind of like that. It's an experience, but if we're going to look at the whole like economic model of universities and getting a university loan and you know paying back for the country getting a sorry i keep hitting the table you know getting value for what you're paying for an education no i'm not going to sell it as like you know this is the best thing mm-hmm. um but in terms of it you know being a a good mode to, to learn the language and to gain experience and make friends and, and just have like literally the best time in the world 100 <laughs> percent. but who wouldn't want that it's like hey would you like to have like a trip to Ibiza for spring break. I don't know. There are a few <laughs> few people. And I'm kidding. There are yeah. many people who say no to that. But, mm-hmm. but um, in that sense, yeah. That's what I think. I, yeah, I agree with that. And ultimately, it's also been really lovely because a lot of your friends want to come visit you when you're abroad. Mm-hmm. Um, we've already had... have We've already had... I can't speak okay. English. Quite a few people have come to visit us already and a lot more people are going to come over the next few months and that's yeah. very exciting. Plus, because uni is not... Um, obviously, you, you absolutely do have to attend lessons and everything and Didi and I have so far been pretty good with that, but... <laughs> no, we have. We, we have, have, we have. Come on. Our they have, they've been on strike <laughs> half the time, so yeah. the ones we miss were not... Over but, no, I was just going to say that you have more of a chance to travel and stuff because yeah. obviously next year is final year. So this year is the year that we're also seeing it as an opportunity to travel a lot. Mm-hmm. And we've done that and we will be doing that, whether it's to go back to London, whether it's, you know, to go to Germany, whether it's go to, to go to Prague. Like, yeah, it's, that's the beauty you, of you Europe. You kind of that's have really to seize the, the day. And yeah, it is it is the beauty of Europe. And Didi knows having lived most yeah. of her life outside. Yeah, no, what Europe. I love about this is that I mean, I used to live in Australia and what you could do for a weekend or something was get, you know, get the car and drive either north or south and go to a beach, yeah. spend time with friends or go, I don't know, hiking or something. Um, but I have just, it's weird because I, I moved here in 2017 and I still have not lost that feeling of magic that you feel when you go to like a theme park or Disney or something like that, where you just look at the the architecture and like of the Europe. buildings and I go this these streets are so old like there's so much history and culture to this look at this like that's the that's the Eiffel Tower or that's the, yeah. those are House of Parliament or whatever like that's Ten Downing Street I could yeah. I just couldn't I yeah. believe it I was wowed and every that second way of we it. are like we we're, we're coming from the complete opposite oh, end yeah, because yeah, 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 yeah. I'm I, if you think about it actually and I and I that really, is what you're accustomed to I'm accustomed to like trees I, hills mountains that's it but I rarely think about it but 
you know, being born in Rome, then living in London, lived a little bit, okay, in Geneva, not that spicy, but, you know, still yeah. a, a known place. And then now living in Paris, like, I very much have been super lucky enough to be exposed to, um, to so many different you know, landmarks and, like, historic places in Europe, which, yeah, I don't think about it that much. I mean, you still know that I'm a bit of a geek with these things. Like, yeah. I still love seeing all these things. But compared to probably how it must be if you're not used to it at no, all. No, it's, like, it's crazy. Yeah. I am just, like, I, I even just walking to university, I go, like, wow, this yeah. is, this like, history happened to where I'm standing right now. But I think that that is like exacerbated for me because I grew up in a, an extremely new country, like mm-hmm. a ridiculous new new country. There's not much history to it. Every building was built like the, at the latest, Ooh, like 60 years 70s. ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, that's something that is very individual to me. It's particular to me, but, but I, it's wonderful. It's incredible. I really, it's a beautiful, beautiful feeling. The, the, I think that's one of the best things. Um, and this can in many ways be applied to also a year abroad, of course, but just in general, when you see people who are not afraid to, you know, still allow themselves to feel very excited about mm-hmm. things and to show that they're excited to be doing something, I, I cannot stand it at all when people are almost, they're trying to yeah, portray trying to a facade, like, oh, yeah. I'm not bothered. Like, come on, this is, not this bothered. is, be excited about life. This is yeah. sick. And definitely a year abroad allows you to f- have that feeling a lot more than yeah. if you're just at uni, you know, for final year, for example, oh, which is what God. we will have yeah. next year. But like going from second year, then straight into final year, especially if you're writing a dissertation and mm-hmm. I don't know, let's say you didn't go on a... You, the, the other good thing about the year, the year abroad is if you didn't have a, a gap year, you know... To <laughs> we didn't, kind of, neither didn't of us have did. A gap year. But if you... If you didn't have one, you kind of have this time to kind of reflect a little bit. You can apply to internships if you want to. To find have a yourself. Bit of a, yeah. Even though I know a lot of people who have all this spare time and do everything at the last minute. Yeah. Hashtag almost me included. Yeah. Um, but it's just, I don't know. It's literally, it's you're kind of almost buying. T- well, no, you're not buying time. The EU is buying you time, basically. That's <laughs> Thank what you. It is. Thank you so much. <laughs> but no, it's great. Yeah. Anyways, so we're almost at... 14 minutes. <laughs> um, it's our, so we don't want to like obviously talk too much. Um, I would, if you have made it this far and you didn't fast forward once. Thank you. No, message, genuinely message one of us. Please. Actually let us know and we will organize like a little we, something because like that to, is love. We like to interview as well. If you have something interesting to say. Eventually that will happen. <laughs> if anyone, to all the people who know that they're coming to stay at ours over the next few months, beware because you might be held captive also, for a potential interview. Also, um, please bring duct tape because our couch is uh, broken, so is we broken. need to fix it. But the last thing I think that I wanted to say, say it. was that something also wonderful about the year abroad, and it doesn't apply to our case so much because I think we've made it quite obvious that we both really, really love UCL. Mm-hmm. But the year abroad makes you realize how lucky you are, especially when you're coming from a place as organized, as well kept, with the insane facilities, with all the societies, all the student nights out, all the clubs, and everything, just every, every, everything that UCL offers, the cafes, everything. I could not agree more. You will never be able to appreciate it as much as someone who has done a year abroad somewhere else. Trust me. No, because it's true. 
I've always thought, I've always had a very high uh, opinion of UCL. I think it's absolutely fantastic. Of course, it has its flaws. Duh. We, we all know that. But you that. don't know what you have until you lose it, in a sense. But exactly, and it's just wonderful. Well, you are a fool if you don't know what you have until you lose it. And luckily, that wasn't our case. But it was I do more for think, me. It was definitely yeah, more for me. But I, I think that once we got here, it was a lot of the things were reaffirmed, you know. Yeah. Even the fact that in UCL... Like, you have a, you sh- well, yeah. You, you don't have to hand write your essays, You for have example. a chair, you have a chair every time you have a lesson. That may sound like something obvious, but it's actually not. It's not a given. I've had so many lectures here where I'm sitting on the floor. I can tell that the professors or the staff are, you know, they're not well paid either. No. Usually, I, I, I get that impression. Nothing I, is online as well. I realize that, like, people are very, very stressed and... It's a bit sad sometimes because for us, it's completely temporary. Like this is yeah. not our reality. But I do feel for people who are, you know, maybe very motivated. They do really want to push and they're not always getting the kind of access to that they should. However, side note, this is obviously our experience at our specific university. This is not every university in France. Do not twist it in that way because that is not what we're saying at all. We also know that we are at one of the more notoriously disorganized institutions maybe. In, um, in France. But with all of that being said, I think that what we've realized is that we're we extremely are grateful we are to so be here. Grateful. And we are extremely lucky to go back to London in yeah. a couple of months. So, yeah, life is pretty good for us now. Yeah. And we're happy about that. Yeah, we definitely are. You always hear people complaining and is being. Is this a flex? No, this is not a flex. I was just gonna say if it's if, not a flex. If one by the way, to take, if, but if one was to take, if you take people saying that they're happy as a flex, that's your problem. You that the problem is on you. Flex. You're like a. <laughs> you're a sadist. I yeah. don't know. You want other people to feel shit. I'm happy to say that I'm happy. I hope that and you're you know happy. What? please be happy for your friends as well it's so important to be exactly, happy exactly that's your what i was saying this is like yeah it's super but for good. a lot of people it's very hard and exactly but that's what i was just saying if you if you find it difficult to be happy for someone else the problem lies with you mm-hmm. fully oh i agree and that was our little philosophical slash basically psychology. if you don't like this podcast it's your problem ba- that's basically the that's the whole gist no but long story short we've now been speaking for quite a while we do want to do more of these we will be doing more of these you don't have to listen to it ever again but if you want to we should we getting... ask for suggestions i think it's a bit early no oh come on oh come on. okay come on no so guys um <laughs> please leave all suggestions down in the comments below like and subscribe to our channel but genuinely <laughs> we will be doing more of these and we do have a lot of topics coming ahead. If you want to give us a suggestion, send us a message. Please do. On this, I don't know where we're going to be uploading this yet. No idea. Do, do people maybe, do this on Facebook? Maybe on our Instagram. You know what we should do? Our but, Instagram is uh, Browse and Pod, by the way. <laughs> browse and Pod. You know why? You, you can't see us right now. Probably. Probably. Unless you're listening to this with us right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have very thick eyebrows. We do. We have a lot us. of hair as well. We're extremely hairy. <laughs> Nice. We're both relatively short. Get us a little shorter than I am. Petite is the Petite. word. And we have very thick eyebrows, and I have sometimes a very thick mustache. Telling <laughs> yeah. what day of the week it is. Didi is selling herself very well. But anyway, thank you very much for listening. Um, sincerely, though, we do have a lot of things lined up. 
sometimes more serious topics too because we do have quite a few different opinions on the different topics that we have, we have in a mind. lot of opinions <laughs> a lot of Maybe opinions are something many. we have too many of yeah. and hair as yeah. was already established Maybe so, we should change our name to have hair and opinion <laughs> hairy opinions hairy opinions that would we're be also fun. up to suggestions yeah, for that up. if browse and pod doesn't make anyway thank you very much i hope that you have a wonderful evening or day or morning whatever it is that you're doing and yeah thank you for taking the time to listen to us yeah we are grateful bye 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 ciao